Hello, and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox, and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello, and welcome back to Tech Champagne. My name is Elisa Wilcox. I am your host, and I am really excited to dig into how to price your offers today. It's the number one question that I get from clients, people online, comments, all of it. It's it's very elusive, right? We spend all this time creating courses and workbooks and coaching programs and events. And the big question is always, well, what the heck should I charge for this thing? There's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of psychology behind pricing. There's a lot of self-doubt that we have to dig through. There's a lot. There's a lot. So I'm going to give you some tips today on how to price your offers. I'm going to share what pricing works for my offers. I'm also going to dig in a little bit with you about mindset today because there is a stickiness around money, right? (laughs) For the way we spend money, the way we receive money, it can be a very complicated and emotional experience. So I'm going to share with you how to process that, how to simplify that a little bit. I'm also going to talk about what your pricing means to you and what your pricing means to your clients, because these are two very, very different things. Okay, let's dig in. I'm going to give you three questions to ask yourself. So if you are someone who takes notes, like I am, it's time to get out your journal or your pen and paper or your Google Doc or however you like to take notes. So question number one, what support am I offering? I want you to write down everything that's included in your offer that is supporting your clients. Uh, Is it one-on-one calls? Are there group calls? Do you have a Facebook group? Do you have emails? Do you have recorded trainings? All of these things are support. So I want to make sure that you get really clear on the level of support that you're offering your clients. It will help you when you're trying to figure out your pricing. Question number two, are you creating more money, joy, ease, or something else for your clients? Are you creating more money, joy, or ease, or something else for your clients? I want you to answer that question as well. And third, are you charging what you truly want to charge? So if you have decided on a price point already, is that something you want to charge? Or is that something that you think you should be charging? (laughs) These are not the same thing. (laughs) So I want you to write that down and answer that question. Okay. Here's a little thought that I have on the perspective perspective of money. How much is expensive? I asked my boyfriend this question the other day and his response was, well, it depends. It depends. It is exactly the answer I was looking for. How much is expensive? It depends. It depends on how much money you have. It depends on how much money you think you deserve. It depends on a lot of things, right? It's all relative. So if you have a course that you're selling for $5,000, if someone has $10 to their name, that's going to be expensive to them. Not impossible, but it's going to be expensive. If you sell it to somebody who makes $5,000 in a day, 
it's not going to be expensive to them or as expensive. The perspective is different, right? So I don't want you to sit and price your offerings based on what you think is expensive or inexpensive to other people, because you'll never find that answer. It's different for every single human being. Okay. Now let's talk about the stickiness of money. I don't know why. I think maybe it's the way we are raised, the way we have been modeled behavior with finances by our families, but there is a stickiness around money. And what I want you to do is try to work through the habit of giving money an emotional or intellectual value. We don't want to do that. Money is simply an exchange of energy. That's it. That's all it is. So for example, if I attend a retreat, say the retreat ticket is $2,000. I sign up for this retreat. I will give the person who planned it $2,000 simply for the fact that I didn't have to do all the planning. (laughs) I have hosted many retreats. I know how extensive that planning process is. And for me to just show up and hand them $2,000 and then they hand me all the hard work that they've done over the last six to 12 months is more than worth it to me. So I am simply exchanging energy. I'm giving them money so that I can attend this wonderful event that they have curated with their blood, sweat, and tears. They've lost sleep. They have committed financially, emotionally, spiritually, all the things. And all I have to do is show up (laughs) and give them a little bit of money. I am in for that. So let's try not to give money an emotional or intellectual value. It's simply an object. It's an exchange of energy and that is it. The amount of money that you have or the amount of money that you don't have does not determine your value. It has no bearing on your character. I always say there are two numbers in life that are going to fluctuate constantly. I'm sure there's more than two, but the two I like to talk about are the number in your bank account and the number on the scale. Neither one of these two numbers have any bearing on the type of person that you are. They don't speak to your character, to your value, to the joy you bring to the world, none of it. So let's stop giving those two things emotional or intellectual value because they're not, they're fluid. They're always changing. So we have to just detach that emotion from money in order to empower ourselves to make more, to spend more and to do it freely without hesitation. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about self-doubt. So I have five points here for you that I hear quite often when I'm having the money conversation with my clients who are trying to figure out how to price their offers. So in the self-doubt bucket, we have number one, I'm new to the online space. I hear this a lot. A lot of my clients are brand new to the online space. They're brand new to being an entrepreneur. They're brand new to the online business world as a whole. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. There are people that are brand new that are making a bunch of money and have a ton of clients. There's people that have been in the online space for 12, 15 years who are not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're new. It doesn't matter if if you've been in the game for a while. None of that matters. You can still price your offers, whatever you want to price your offers. Okay, number two, I have a small following. Also, does not matter. (laughs) And I think it's finally becoming uh, accepted and maybe even expected that people that have huge, huge, huge followings sometimes buy their followers. (laughs) That happens a lot. Oh, Lucas has entered the building. My dog just ran through the living room. Um, Okay. So if you have a small following, it doesn't mean that you can't price your offer what you really want to price it. Okay. Number three, I haven't had many sales. Also doesn't matter. 
you can still price your online offering 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, even if you haven't had that many sales. And also consider if you haven't had that many sales, maybe it's because your pricing is too low and people are not seeing the value in what it is that you're selling, right? That happens. There's a whole psychology behind pricing and the perception of value. Okay, number four, who am I to charge this much? That's in the self-doubt bucket, right? Who am I to charge this much? It's, it's comparison. It's imposter syndrome. It's all the things that we fight against every single day. You can charge whatever you want to. There are no checklists. There are no guidelines. You can charge whatever you want and you can sell it to whomever you like. Okay, number five, my favorite one. It's free on YouTube. The content that I create can also be found for free on YouTube by someone else. <laughs> this is one of my favorites because yes, it's true. 100% it's true. But think about the journey to learn something on YouTube. I know a lot of us have spent many nights on our phones, down the wormhole that is YouTube, trying to learn something. And we end up being confused, frustrated, and we've come across 10 people that all say 10 different things. We have no idea what their reputation is. We don't know what their credibility is. So yeah, there's a lot of information that's free on YouTube. Can you learn things on YouTube? Yeah, absolutely. You can. It's a much different journey than hiring a coach. And I will tell you, because I've done both things, I would rather not DIY my business because then I'm just slowing down my ability to make money and grow my business and help support people. Okay. That's our self-doubt. So now let's move into money mindset. So I have five points here for you as well. And these are more like money affirmations. So I want you to write these down somewhere where it's super visible to you every single day, maybe next to your computer, maybe next to, I don't know where you put your car keys, <laughs> maybe next to where you brush your teeth <laughs> so that you are guaranteed to see them during the day. Okay. Number one, I am worthy of making as much money as I want to. I am worthy of making as much money as I want to. Number two, I deserve to live a comfortable life free of financial stress. I deserve to live a comfortable life free of financial stress. Number three, I love to create an overflow of money for myself and for my clients. I love to create an overflow of money for myself and for my clients. Number four, my clients invest with me so I can support them fully. My clients invest with me so I can support them fully. Number five, making money means I can volunteer, support others, take care of myself, be present with my family, etc. You can fill in the blank there if there's something else that speaks to you. Making money means I can volunteer, support others, take care of myself, be present with my family, etc. Okay, those are your five affirmations to keep on hand every day so that you can refer back to those. Okay, now we're going to dig into two things. Number one, what your pricing means to you. And number two, what your pricing means to your clients. Okay, so what your pricing means to you. If your pricing is low, meaning you're fighting the urge to increase your pricing, <laughs> this is for you. If your pricing is low, it means... You are trying to be charitable. You're trying to include as many people as possible. You think you're going to sell more. That's the place you're coming from, which is actually a really kind place. But here's what actually happens. You don't sell more because this in and of itself doesn't create connection, which is sales. Sales is connection. You're also creating resentment 
because you know you could be charging more. <laughs> Low pricing does not equal more sales. Connection equals more sales. So that's what your pricing means to you. If your pricing is too low and you're fighting the urge to raise it, you're trying to be charitable, but really what you're doing is creating resentment and not selling as much as you would really like to. Okay. So if you raise your pricing, this is what your pricing means to you. If your pricing is higher, it means you feel like your time is valued. So you've gotten rid of that resentment and you're showing up hundred percent for your clients. And because you feel like your time is being valued, you're creating bonus trainings and maybe extra calls, maybe one-on-one calls for the quarter. And you're just feeling really excited and valued. You're feeling valued, which makes you a better business owner. (laughs) And it makes you a better performer for your clients. Okay. Let's talk about what your pricing means to your clients. If you have this super low pricing, because again, you were trying to be charitable, you will have less participation. Raise your hand. I know I can't see you, but (laughs) raise your hand if you've ever purchased a course or a group program of any kind or anything online, a masterclass, anything. And it was super low price. It was like 97 bucks or a couple hundred bucks or whatever that is to you. And you never even touched it. I've done that so many times. So keep that in mind. When your pricing is low, it's very likely that you're going to have less participation. So even though you're trying to be charitable, the people that are buying it, they don't see it that way. (laughs) They just see it as, oops, if I get busy or I don't participate, it's not a big deal. Not a big deal, which is not your intention when you're creating these containers. You really want people to participate so you can support them. Okay. So what your pricing means to your clients, if your pricing is on the higher end, if your pricing is high and it feels stretchy to your clients, that is a good thing. They will be fully present and they will work super super hard. The first coach I ever hired was $10,000. And this was after I had only been making two to three grand a month in my business for a long time. So I didn't have $10,000 to hire her. I didn't have $10,000 just sitting there because I wasn't making enough money. So I borrowed it. I had a payment plan. I showed up five minutes early to every meeting, never canceled a meeting, built my own website, canceled plans with friends, worked, worked, worked. hundreds and hundreds of hours for three solid months because that investment was so stretchy for me. If that had been a $200, $300 investment, I probably would have blown it off. But I invested $10,000 for a full 1,000% commitment. Okay, now I'm going to give you an example of pricing that I use that sells really well. So I have a group program called the Tech Academy where I teach step-by-step how to build sales funnels, both live launches and evergreen funnels to create passive income every single month. And that program has eight modules, just to give you a little bit of context. So eight modules, all the modules are pre-recorded and some have workbooks and some don't, but it's in a Facebook group. So if you have a program similar to that, you will find this to be super helpful. So my pricing for my tech Academy is $1,297 for pay in full, or you can do a payment plan that's $147 a month for 10 months sells really well. I will tell you that 90% of the people take the payment plan and that's cool. I love flexibility. It uh, ends in seven, which you may or may not know converts the highest in the online business world. So if that's a tidbit of info for you, write that down. Numbers that end in seven convert the highest, (laughs) meaning they sell the most. So typically my offers will end in seven. 
my one-on-one is my high ticket. That does not end in seven, but my group courses do and all my other offerings do. My mastermind does all of them. So something that I do suggest when you're trying to figure out what your pricing is and trying to figure out how to grow your business and how to support the highest number of people is to have offerings in all price points. So you can have low ticket offers. You can have workbooks and tripwires and things that are 27, 47, 97 bucks. Typically anything under a hundred people don't even think twice about. They just click and buy. And then you can also have things that are more mid-level. Like I have a mastermind that is 4,000 for six month membership. And then I also have a high ticket. So I highly recommend a high ticket. Um, if you would like to do one-on-one coaching, that is a great fit for a high ticket offer. Mine is 12,000 currently for a four month program. And I will be raising it to 15,000 at the beginning of the year. So that is a high ticket um, offer. And I will tell you that when I started coaching my one-on-one program, I worked with this coach that I mentioned a few moments ago, and she asked me what I wanted to price my offer. And I said, 2,500 for all those reasons I read to you earlier. I'm new. I have a small following. I don't have any sales, all of that. Those were the reasons I gave her. So she said, no, (laughs) kindly. She said, absolutely not. You are going to start at 5,000 for your one-on-one coaching. And it felt really uncomfortable for me. And I did it. And then, I don't know, maybe a year later, after I'd had some clients, was feeling really good, I doubled it and I went to 10,000. Like I said earlier, there's no checklist. There are no rules. You don't have to cross certain, you know, certain um, thresholds in order to raise your pricing. You don't. You can do it because your heart is telling you to, because you would like to, because because you want to, it's your business. You can do whatever you like with it. So I went to 10,000 and here's the interesting thing. I had more sales that came in much easier at 10,000 than I had at 5,000. And I expected the opposite. (laughs) I thought, oh no, if I double my price here, I'm going to have fewer clients. And it was exactly the opposite because there's this perceived value, right? We keep coming back to that. So, you know, there's no exact pricing for your offers, but I will tell you, like I keep coming back to when the investment is higher, people are fully present and willing to work hard. So that is a high ticket offer. One-on-one coaching. If you don't have that in your product suite right now, um, go ahead and add it. So having low ticket, medium, and then high ticket is great. You also can have those cash injections. I talked about that a few episodes ago here on tech champagne cash injections are typically a one-off offer that doesn't require like a huge funnel a sales page. It doesn't require a whole lot of setup. It doesn't require a huge launch. It's just something that you offer here and there in order to have these cash injections throughout the year into your business. For example, the one that I run pretty often um, throughout the year, well, maybe twice, two two to three times a year is called the powerhouse. And the powerhouse is a four-week one-on-one coaching program. I don't have a predetermined structure. It's whatever you need it to be. It's customized to where you are in your business. And everybody comes to me from a different place. So the powerhouse is intended to be a cash injection. The investment for the powerhouse for four weeks of one-on-one coaching is $19.97 for four weeks. So I market it to past clients. I market it to leads. I send out to my email list. And I usually do five spots at a time and they tend to sell out pretty easily. So I like that. I like that as a cash injection. If that is something that's on your mind, um, if you, for example, if you're a social media manager, you could do audits of social media. That could be a great cash injection. 
If you are a web designer, you could do audits of websites. Those things are all really great cash injections. Okay, now let's talk about bundles. So this is important when you are figuring out how to sell your offers. So you feel really good about your pricing. You feel good about your offer. You feel good about the messaging and who it's intended for. Now, how do you sell it? So I have a couple little things I do with my pricing when I am selling. So for example, I have courses, like I talked about the Tech Academy. I also have a sales course called Aligned Sales. And what I do with my one-on-one clients is I give them those programs for free. It's bundled. It's bundled into the one-on-one offer. And what that does, I mean, it, it doesn't cost me any money to add someone to the program right? I'm not losing anything. It doesn't cost me anything. And then the client, the one-on-one client feels really excited and supported. And not only do they have one-on-one coaching with me, but then they're also in a Facebook group with other people that are in the same place they are with their business. And that can be really supportive and valuable. So that's one thing I do. I bundle those things together. I also go in sort of a different direction. So I have a mastermind called the VIP mastermind. And what I do with the mastermind is for any one who's in the mastermind, who then moves into my one-on-one coaching program, I will credit them what they spent for the mastermind. So my mastermind uh, initially was at 3000. Now is at four. So anybody that moves into my one-on-one program, I will credit them the three or the 4,000 towards the one-on-one coaching. Again, it doesn't cost me anything. I don't see it as a loss. I see it as a way to take care of my clients and to really support them. So if someone is not sure about moving into the one-on-one coaching and they think, oh my gosh, 12,000 is a is a substantial investment and they've been in the mastermind, I remind them about that credit and that can be really helpful for people from a psychological standpoint, also just from a money standpoint, right? It just makes things a little bit lighter. Okay, here's something else I really like to talk about. <laughs> Don't decide what your clients can afford. It's insulting. It's insulting. I have had one-on-one clients sign up, pay in full, ready to go that I didn't think would ever, ever, ever even ask about my one-on-one program for a lot of different reasons. Maybe they weren't working. Maybe they're going through a big life change. Um, Maybe they live simply. (laughs) They're not showy, spendy people. And it was surprising. And after the second one, I thought, you know what? I've been deciding what I think people can afford. And that's not fair. It's highly insulting. Like, let's think about um, an example here. A pretty woman, right? Remember when she goes into the store and they kind of make her leave and make her feel like she can't afford to be there. She can't afford to be there. And you'll have clients that are in your world that you don't think will make these huge investments with you and they will surprise you. So make sure that you're being open to anyone who wants to come into your programs. So let's, Stop deciding what we think our clients can afford to pay. (laughs) It is not, it's not kind. It's not kind. Okay, so now you might be asking, how and when do I raise my prices? You can do that anytime you want to. You don't need permission. You don't need a checklist. You don't need anything. You can just go on your website and edit the number. (laughs) Go on your Instagram, uh, you know, graphics and edit the number. That's it. That's all you need to do. Don't wait. If this has been on your heart for a while and you're really feeling the pull to raise your prices, do it. This is also a great time to do it. We are recording this in October of 2022. So guess what happens at the end of the year? People start looking at their businesses and think, am I in a good spot for next year? 
what can I invest in? Um, you know, I've made some money this year, so I have to maximize my tax deductions. Also, I'm not a tax professional, <laughs> little disclaimer there. So they start investing with coaches and in programs and in group courses because they have to have the tax deductions, but they're also just getting, you know, getting a leg up on positioning their business for the new year. So that's what's happening right now. And at the end of the year, when people are buying Christmas gifts and preparing for the holidays, whatever you celebrate, whatever that holiday is for you, they're in the habit of spending money. So I think our gut is telling us, oh, I can't sell programs or courses or have one-on-one clients at the end of the year because people are spending money on the holidays. But the opposite is true. They are spending money on the ho- um, during the holidays, but they're also just in the habit of spending money. So they're not holding on to money at the end of the year thinking, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm buying gifts. So I'm not going to buy anything for myself. And think about it. When you're spending a lot of time buying gifts for your family, your kids, your parents, your loved ones, doesn't it feel really good to buy something for yourself too? That's going to help your business and help you get excited. So that happens a lot at the end of the year. Also, when you create or when you increase your pricing at the end of the year, that can be used to create urgency. So sales is based on connection, right? It's your ability to serve people, but there also has to be a bit of urgency when you're selling something. So we are in Q4 right now. If you are being pulled to increase your your pricing for any one of your programs, do it. And then start posting that your pricing is going to go up maybe January, maybe December, maybe November. I don't know. It's totally up to you. And what that does is it creates urgency. So for those people that have been watching you all year that are thinking, oh gosh, I really want to work with her, but I haven't pulled the trigger for whatever reason. Now that they see your pricing is going up, mine is going up $3,000 for my one-on-one program in January. So now that they see that your pricing is going up, they're going to pull the trigger. (laughs) They're going to say, I want to get in with you now so that I don't have to pay the higher pricing. And I know this for a fact because it just happened in my business. This happened... Um, I, three years ago, I believe I was traveling for new year's with a good friend of mine. And I looked at my Instagram and I had a message from somebody that I've known for many years. And she said, I have been wanting to work with you all year. (laughs) I keep seeing your post that you're raising your pricing. So can we do this finally? And it was a couple days before new year's. (laughs) So it was just the end of December. So I said, absolutely. Let's do it. So your decision to increase your pricing can lead to a lot of new sales. That's the moral of this story. So I hope you have learned a lot today about pricing, the psychology around pricing, uh, how to price your offers, what it means to you, what it means to your clients, how to bundle your products together, your offers together. I hope you've learned a lot about that. I'm excited to talk about it. I love talking about sales. I love talking about pricing. I love talking about automated systems. As you know, if you're a listener here of Tech Champagne. So thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.